0: Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy, Stand Out. Be heard. Influence. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, branding podcast strategist, also known as the podcasting queen. Do you want to become known as a trusted authority in your field? Well, according to 2020 Edelman Trust Barometer findings, there's a new way of developing trust. In fact, it's a new model of trust and specifically what trust is built upon. So I'm going to be sharing what those two things are as well as three components that you need to consider if you want to position yourself as a trusted authority, especially if you want to start a podcast or you've got a podcast. Now, this show is going to be relevant for you too, even if you don't have a podcast, because I assume, as you're sharing content and as you are building your reach and your reputation, the reputation you want to build is one with trusted authority. So this show is relevant for you today. Now, before we jump into the show, I want to give you a heads up about our community of change makers and thought leaders over on Facebook, particularly if you haven't joined yet. If you haven't, why not? It's free. All you need to do is go over to podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash change makers. So in that group, there are tools, there are resources, there are trainings to help you become more influential, to help you stand out and be heard, become that influential voice in your industry. What I'm also doing there is streaming my podcasts live. So you're going to get a heads up before we go live because we are going to schedule into that community. So you'll know exactly what shows are coming up, what dates, what times they're coming up which means that when we go live you'll have an opportunity to type in your comments and any questions so that I can then ask those questions of the guest. I mean how cool is that? You get to watch and interact while the recording is happening. So to be able to do that you need to get over to podcasting with purpose forward slash changemakers. Can't wait to see you there. There are relationships happening over there because uh, if I may say so myself, they are an awesome group of people who are up to incredible things, changing the world one message at a time. And of course, one podcast at a time. And I would love to see you there. All right, let's dive into today's show. Becoming a trusted authority in your field. Now, according to those latest findings of the Edelman Trust Barometer, there is a new way of developing trust and a new model of trust is what they say and what trust is built upon. The two things that are now so important when it comes to um, informed public, and even when you're looking at when they looked at uh the majority of people who may not necessarily be informed, it is com- competence and ethics. Competence and ethics. So what does this mean? Well, competence stood for being good. At what you do. So, as a brand, being competent, being good at what it does, and ethics stood for being purpose driven, being honest having a clear vision, and being fair. So when you think of your business, how is that going to relate to you? Well, I think it provides us with an incredible model of best practice, if you will, on on how we can operate our business. And as Edelman, you and I, to be more transparent in and around our behavior, to have ethical supply chains, To pay fair wages for our teams and our staff and to ensure that we retrain staff for starters. So, you know, how are you being transparent in and around your behavior? Are you regularly keeping lines open of communication? Maybe you do have a podcast and you're leveraging your podcast in order to, you know, speak through some of the leadership changes or maybe even some of the challenges that you're going through in your business, obviously to a point where you're wanting to maintain That level of integrity, but also, you know, ethical standards to your business. I mean, are there things that are going on in your industry that have, you know, kind of caused, if you will, a level of doubt around you because you happen to be working in that industry, too? are you communicating where you stand for in that particular area? What are your core values as far as your organisation is concerned? You know, you can really build a level of trust and integrity when you keep those lines open for, of, you know, in communications with your community. Thinking about ethical supply chains. I mean, I remember doing a presentation, a workshop once where someone was talking about core values for a brand. And her core values were that none of the makeup that she would wear or any products for that matter should have testing on animals. And she would, even if the product was the best product on the market, she refused to purchase that product or even use that product because of the fact that it went against her core values. So, you know, when you think about, the people that, or businesses that you deal with, are they also um, ethical and align with your core values? So much so that, you know, every single organization that your business does business with, as far as, uh, you know, your services and suppliers and so forth, are they also ethical in the way that they do business? It matters because your ideal customer, your key stakeholders, both internal and external may make a decision to not do business with you anymore because it's not ethical. I mean, this is the kind of thing which is being validated and confirmed as being so important. And as an aspiring thought leader or thought leader, we need to be mindful of this in all of our business dealings and particularly our supply chain. Are you being fair with your team and your staff and your contractors? Are you retraining if there needs to be? These are a few things that are just being deemed as so, so important. And so when I think of competence and ethics, I think of excellence and I think of integrity. And excellence and integrity are actually two of my personal core values and even my corporate values. And it's something that I know that I strive for daily. I know that it's something that my team strives for daily. And I hope that if you've had an opportunity to work with me and my company, I hope that both excellence and integrity has been something that you've seen. Me and my team live out in the the way that we work in our approach and our dealings, um, offline and online as well. And you know, for those of you who are part of the podcasting with purpose change makers community, you would have heard me speak about my podcast positioning quadrant, which is something that I want to share with you today because that kind of speaks into what Edelman Trust Barometer had has identified, particularly around excellence and in integrity, and how it can can significantly impact where you would be ranked on the podcast positioning quadrant. Why is this relevant to you? Well, if you want to build your reach, build your reputation as a trusted authority, and build your revenue through nurturing listeners into leads and inquiries, and then ultimately paying customers, you need to be mindful of this. And you want to position yourself as a trusted authority in your field, because there are four different levels of where you can be ranked on the podcast positioning quadrant and trusted authority. You must be ranked and have all three things in place. And I'm going to talk to you about what those three uh, components, what those three things are. But firstly, let me try and give you, explain to you what the podcast positioning quadrant is. And by the way, heads up, I've done a mini training of this over in our community of change makers. So that link again, so you can actually see a picture and see me explain this during the training, podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash Changemakers. So I want you to imagine a box and Four squares, four equal squares. I also want you to imagine on the on the left hand side of the box there's an arrow going up. And then at the bottom of the box, there's an arrow going from left to right. So in the left corner, there is the word low. On the top, high. And on the right-hand side of that arrow, high too. So it's kind of like, you know, vertically and horizontally from low to high. Hope you're still with me there. All right, good. So on the bottom left box is the word entertainer. Above that, the top left box is celebrity influencer. The bottom right is expert and the top right is trusted authority. Now, let's have a look at what this means. So just repeating again, there's four boxes, bottom left, entertainer, top left, celebrity influencer, bottom right, expert, top right, trusted authority. Now, here's where I want to introduce you to the three components uh, that I want to share and, and why these are so important so the three components are community content and charisma and these things are things that I came up with when I observed and and, and read I do a lot of research and a lot of observation as to you know what develops what develops uh, someone's, uh you know, reputation as a trusted authority and what needs to happen to go from, you know, being a trusted authority and, hey, I want to do business with you. And here were the three things that I identified that, that was a common in, uh, you know, people who were seen as a trusted authority and had people that were buying from them, doing business with them, investing in their services, investing in their products. So let's talk about community first. This is what you have to build as a podcaster or as a service-based business, as specialists and experts who wants to be seen and have that reputation as a trusted authority. When it comes to community, you have to build a community that has a common desire or or a common challenge, or both. This is your niche. This is your lucrative niche. And for those of you who are going through my core business foundations at the moment, or who have been through my core business foundations uh, program, or maybe you have been hearing me speak over the last couple of decades when I was talking about business branding and and, and business building, you know that having a clear defined niche especially a lucrative niche a niche that is investing in uh, themselves they have to have a common desire or a challenge or both of those because if you've got a community of anyone and everyone well guess what your message will speak to no one because what you're talking about is not compelling enough for them to A, be interested and and really give you the time of day. And it's not compelling enough for them to go, you know what? I've been struggling with this for so long and I love the stories that that person shares on their podcast. And I, actually, I really love the way that they bring that across. I love the way they teach and who they are, what they stand for. I want to work with them. Well, guess what? Unless you've got a community that you're building that has that common desire or a challenge, they're just not going to be interested in your message. So, speak to everyone, speak to no one. So, start to identify who that that, you know, lucrative niche and then build a community. That community also needs to feel connected, valued and understood. And they have to resonate with the culture that you are creating. So let me just repeat those three things. Build a community that has a common desire or a challenge or both, that feels connected, that feels valued and feels understood and resonates with the culture that you're creating. Because when you've got a high level of engagement and all of those three things are are there in that community, you will have more likelihood of people who are ready or nurturing through that no liking and trust through the buyer's journey that are more likely then to be your ideal clients and then get to a stage where they say yes when you invite them to take that next step versus having a community of all things, all people, all demographics, and not really having that common desire. When you're thinking of creating a podcast community, even if you've got a smaller community of highly engaged people, this is what I'm talking about. Now, there are two other components that you need to be mindful of, and I mentioned them already, content and charisma. Let's talk about content. Now the content is what you are sharing. It's your message. It's your insights. It's your innovations. It's your thoughts. It's your, you know, thought leadership models. It's what you teach. It's your signature system. It's all of those things spoken about in a podcast or written about, you know, if you're creating articles and things like that. But your content needs these three things needs to be highly niched and relevant. Guess what? it has to be highly niched and relevant to the community that we've just been talking about. So it has to be relevant to them. Now, if you want to position yourself as a trusted authority, particularly as a thought leader, someone who's doing something different, new, well, guess what? Your content has to be seen as innovative and market leading. Now, you don't necessarily need to be the next Elon Musk, you know, completely um, changing and innovating and disrupting and creating a whole new uh, market offering. But what you might do is something very innovative, changing the way things are done, even the smallest notion. But because it's so significant, And challenging the status quo, you are really seen as a market leader, as someone who's doing something unique, innovative. And the last thing to do with content is it has to be validated. It has to be trusted and it has to be highly respected amongst your, you know, your, the community. Obviously, it's very important. And so those three things are really important when you're talking about content, which is why you'll often see me and hear me talk about the value of being so clear and specific on what you talk about. For those of you who have recently been through my five-day profitable podcasting intensive, you would have heard me share my story where, um, you know, when I first started my co-hosted podcast back in 2008, my colleague and I were using back then some new tools, social media tools that were coming to market, such as Facebook and Twitter. Now, a lot of my colleagues locally in the networking that I was doing, to them, those particular platforms were what they would call, many people would say, oh, Anne-Marie, they're just a fad. However, there was a smaller amount of people who were observing how I was using them, and they would often ask me, "Would you come and speak to our small group of business owners and share your experience? What are you noticing with these particular platforms as far as reach? You know, as far as building uh, in uh, relationships and engaging relationships? So I started to speak about that, and before long, people heard me that I was speaking about this particular topic, and more councils and business. Business groups would reach out and ask, hey, can you come and speak about this particular topic? Now, this is all about social media. I was not a social media strategist. I was not teaching social media. In fact, I was doing nothing else with social media other than using it to build my brand and to build my reach and obviously, you know, relationship with prospective customers and, and opportunities. But inadvertently saying yes to speaking about that particular topic, I weakened my brand message from being a brand. And at that time, I was concerned consulting with businesses on how to build a strong brand, strong message, be seen as that, uh, you know, that expert, that specialist. But by me talking about a topic other than that, and not giving it context is why social media could also be an important component in building your reach and online reputation people started seeing me as a social media person and i complete and then i realized you know what um i need to stop talking about social media and just wholly focus on building brand online. Because even some of my colleagues who went out and hired brand and, and business consultants kind of went, oh, you do that too, don't you, Henry? I'm so sorry. We sort thought of you more as social media and I'm not ready yet to do social media. And that was a huge lesson for me, which is why I now talk about being so niche and careful about what you talk about. You want to dive deep into your area of expertise, your area of specialty, and don't leave any stone unturned. Innovate and just blow the socks off your ideal customers with the content that you share, that they go to no one else but you when they want to generate the type of results that that you can generate through the work that you do. So that's content. The three things that relate to charisma, and this is something that, a topic that, uh, I want to do a little bit more research on. It's fascinating because, You know, when you talk about charisma, charisma can mean different things for different people. Um, But these are the three things that I've observed and what I have identified as being important. And these are by no means the only three things. Um, But but here they are. Anyway, let me see what you think. So charisma has to do with your presence, has to captivate and influence. You have to cultivate a united purpose and a united passion, as well as influence and inspire. inspire others. Now, of course, this charisma has to relate to your community because I think that charisma and what someone says, oh, they're such a charismatic leader or, you know, this particular person, they captivate me. I am so, um, you know, I'm so interested in what that person has to say. You know, you've got some people where you would just sit down and listen or read or watch any topic that this particular person talks about because you just have so much admiration for them and you're interested in what they have to share and how they share it. Now, you speak to 10 other people and out of those 10 people... There may be a number of other people who think, yeah, no, not so much for me, but that's okay. Because if you build and and you, you have this charisma, if you will, this presence for your ideal client and the community that you are building, that highly engaged community that has a common desire or challenge, that feels connected, that feels valued, that feels understood and recognize, you know, resonates with the culture that you're creating, well, that's when your presence can... Ca- debate and influence and where you continue to cultivate this united passion and this united purpose. So those are the three components, community, content, and charisma. And I've shared with you what what the four um, you know kind of the four boxes in the quadrant, what each of the, the quadrant are. So entertainer down the bottom left, celebrity, top left, Expert, bottom right, and trusted authority, top right. You want to be in the trusted authority. Now, here's what happens when you think about the three components, community, content, and charisma. If you've got a low ranking across all of those three, You will be seen more as an entertainer. Now, nothing that there's wrong with that. If you just want to entertain, but if you want to become, you know, known as someone who's an expert, who's a specialist, a trusted authority, and you want people to do business with you and invest in your service and, and products and your programs. And I'm talking about high level as well. Then just being seen as an entertainer is not really going to cut it. Now, if you've got high community, And high charisma, then you will most likely be seen as a celebrity and influencer, but you've got low content as far as being seen as that expert, that specialist, that trusted authority. So you've got high community, high charisma, but low content. Now, if you've got, if you're high in the area of content, but you're low in community and you're low in charisma, then you're most likely being seen as an expert. Now, you might have heard me say in the past, people come for the topic, they come back for the host. So a topic that you've written about and you've got your beautifully SEO and keyword um, title that identifies a topic that people are Googling and searching for more information and they come across to your podcast episode and you've got a captivating and compelling introduction which hooks them right in and and the way you engage, whether you're doing a solo show or whether you are interviewing a guest that just keeps people enthralled. In fact, they've got their book out with their notepad and their pen and they're taking down notes because that's really interesting. But when they get to the end of the interview and there's that call to action, they think, hmm, I'm going to do that because this this topic, this this just was so good, I want to hang out. More with this particular person because I really appreciated the way that they engaged, the what, just, just the way that they, um, see that particular point of view. I really res- resonate with them. And so they may even subscribe or they may even go and have a look through some of the other podcasts that you've done. And then they subsequently listen to them and then they think, you know what? I really like this person and they subscribe to your podcast. So that's what happens. When, you know, someone will come for the topic and they'll return for the host, they see you as that trusted authority. But if you're seen as an expert, You've probably got a really compelling topic that someone wanted to learn from, but when they've learned as much as they um, can, and they're not really your tribe, they're not really your peeps, they're not really that community that feels connected, valued, and understood, that don't resonate with the culture, and just the experience that you create in your podcast. And they certainly have not really tapped into that common desire or, or challenge. You haven't really brought that out into your podcast episode. Then you're kind of seen as an expert. So you guessed it, when you have high community, when you rank high in content, it's exceptional content, it hits all of the marks, you know, niched and relevant, innovative marketing, market leading, it's validated, it's trusted, highly respected. And then you've got this heart, high, you're highly ranked in charisma that someone listens. So someone who would be an ideal as your community member, they just love the way that you presented. You might've even caused them to laugh or maybe in some instances cry, you know what, I've had a few... Um, podcast um, listeners who have said to me, I was in the gym, on the treadmill, listening to your episode. And when you started talking about this particular area with your guest, I've, I've had literally had people say, I had to get off the treadmill and go to the toilet because I just had to cry. It was that, that emotional. So if you create that kind of community that just love your content, you become that trusted person, that trusted authority. And guess what? When that 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 person is at that stage and we call it the buyer's journey. But if they're at that stage where they go, you know what, I've been listening to this podcast for some time now. And the stories that this host has shared, the possibilities that are there, even for me, through the testimonials and just through the things that they've been sharing and the discussions they've had on this podcast. And I've been part of the community and I just love, just love the way they approach that. Um, Yeah, you know what? I'm going to invest. I'm going to invest in myself by investing in their program or whatever it is that you're offering That, my friend, is the type of relationship you can build when you know exactly who your ideal client is, who do you want, as part of that community? Who are you talking to? Who are you sharing your insights with? Who are you wanting to influence and impact? Who do you want to be almost sitting across the table from having a conversation like you're having a coffee with that you're saying, you know what, friend, you can do this, it's possible for you. Borrow my confidence, borrow my courage while you're taking the steps. And if you start to create that, whether you have a podcast, or whether you're just creating a community and you're creating content through maybe videos, maybe you you love writing, you, maybe you're an aspiring book author, maybe you're an aspiring speaker. Whatever way you're communicating your brand, if you have those three things in place, community, content and charisma, you will be the person that becomes a trusted authority in your field when your ideal client uh, wants to make that decision and you are the person that they uh, will want to be working with. So I want to hear from you. Are you clear on and are you building a highly niched community of raving fans, raving fans, not followers, because fans are the people who will recommend you, who will do business with you, who will put your name forward for opportunities when they call out and they've not even been asked by you. Sometimes people, people you don't even know some of these people, yet they will pass your name on because they're fans rather than followers who are just hanging on around you but are not really taking any action are you consistently sharing insights and innovations into your specific area of expertise so much so that you're building a reputation as that go-to person in your field i mean when you think about a specific topic your topic when that is spoken about is your name regularly one that comes up and is recommended And what about charisma? Do you know what your unique presence, your unique character and distinguishable factors that you, and I call that your inner brilliance actually, do you know what that is and are you owning that and stepping forward with a level of confidence that just shines? Well, guess what? You should be, especially if you want to become known as that trusted authority in your field. Now, if you've just thought to yourself, hmm, no, not for all of those areas, and and you recognise that there's a gap, and that you need to fill that gap. You need to have those th- those key components in place. Um, by the way, my calendar is open for specialists, so maybe you might just be one of those and experts who really do want to elevate their reputation as a trusted authority uh, to work with me privately. And we'll get you up to speed. We'll get you um, checking all of the boxes and having high on all of those three key areas. Those components so you're seen as that trusted authority. So uh, I've opened my calendar up. Let's have a chat, see if you're a good fit. Let's have a... um a deep dive into where you're at at the moment and, uh, yeah, whether this is a, a good fit for you. My calendar link, com forward slash let's chat. That's annemariecross.com forward slash let's chat. Look forward uh, to speaking with you and seeing how best we might be able to support you. Until next episode, have a fantastic week and don't forget, if you're not part of our change maker community, podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash change makers. You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to stand out, be heard and become an influential voice in your industry? Access our free five-day money, marketing and mindset boost masterclass go to www.industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass. That's industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass.